0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 18 of Two Views Movies Podcast. Welcome back to Two Views Movies Podcast, everybody. A spoiler-filled podcast by two guys who love watching movies almost as much as we love arguing about them. I'm Garrett. And I'm Carson. So for those of you listening, we actually have some new uh, new theme music this time. Buddy of mine, Joe Ferenzi, super talented guy, a great UX designer, loves movies just as much as, as I do, actually. Put together some new theme music for us, which gives us a little bit more bounce in our step, hopefully, for this episode. We'll see. Kudos to Joe for that. We appreciate the new theme music. May preview? May preview. Lots of not-so-good movies come out coming out in May.
1: There's a few movies that we're just going to breeze over because that's all they're worthy of our time. And then uh, we got some some good ones at the end, I think, hopefully. Yeah, let's hope. So we're going to start with Overboard, the the remake of the uh, 80s. Yeah, Overboard with Goldie Hawn and, and Russell. Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell. <laughs> Don't want people thinking it was Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, Crow. right. yes, he was in Overboard. No. So I was optimistic about this, only because 90% of the time when I come home, Overboard's on TV. My wife's watching that. It's one of her favorites. I've seen it. Hundreds of times, you know, it's it's just one of those, it's a great doing laundry, you know, <laughs> just just movies on. Right. I saw the trailer for this one, and I couldn't have been more disappointed.
0: It looks awful. Well, your first clue was Anna Ferris, right?
1: Well, and, and that's that's where they messed up. It should have been Kate Hudson, and only if Kate Hudson would have done it. How, <laughs> yeah. how great would that have been if they would have gotten her for that? What's Kate Hudson doing now?
0: Right, agreed.
1: And so why... Why couldn't she be involved in this? And that would have turned the whole project around, I think. Yeah. Because we would have seen it just because Kate Hudson
0: was in it. Yeah, so I'll make a confession. I don't know that I've seen the original Overboard in its entirety in my entire life, like in one sitting. I, I couldn't cite too much of any of it right now if I tried. Now, it's it's a good movie.
1: I mean, it's kind of creepy when you think about it. Well, but that was the 80s. Yeah. Well, she has Abnita, so I'm going to take her home and pretend she's my wife and convince mm-hmm. her that way. Yeah. Anything went in the 80s. Yeah. So it's uh, – I mean, you, if you step back from that, it's, it's a fun movie. But right. the
0: uh, – <laughs> But it's a complete role reversal for this movie, right? Yes. Yeah, so okay.
1: instead of uh, the Kurt Russell convincing Goldie Hawn, it's Anna Faris convincing Eugenio Derbez. I mean, if you've seen anything with Eugenio Derbez in it, it's either Jack and Jill or Geo Storm. Are the only two
0: that you would have even seen? And why would you have seen those right. two? Well, I actually just got confused because when you said Geo Storm, I thought Hurricane Heist. I was like, "Wait, what? We just saw that. We just saw <laughs> No. No, this is Geo Storm." Okay. Then I have no idea why they casted
1: this guy and not a comedian. And is he not a comedian? I mean, I don't know based on the trailer? No. Absolutely not. Well, I mean that's, that's he unfair. he he looks just like a a guy, you know, and no comedic value whatsoever. And right. he, he's not even that that pretentious, you know, the Goldie Hahn was in that role of, you know, she was high and mighty and yeah, and talking down to him the whole time and he just he, I don't think it fits. I think this movie was terribly casted. Mm -hmm. You know, Kate Hudson was the only play, and if she didn't, if she wasn't interested, you wait until she is before you do this. But it
0: seems like an unnecessary remake, and that's coming from somebody who has no attachment to the original.
1: I agree, and it's unfortunate that the way it worked out there. So I probably won't even see it. Probably won't even see it now. If it comes on TV, maybe. Maybe we'll watch it, but yeah. definitely won't see in the theater,
0: right? So we're mentioning it because it's coming out, not because we're going to talk about it.
1: Yeah, and uh, that's un- unfortunately for most of these in uh, in May, we're we're not going to see, right. and unless you just the fans demand it. <laughs> and uh, and right. so it's just one of those things that uh, we're going to mention these because there's not a lot that comes out right. in May. And so we're uh, we just want to acknowledge that, yes, we're aware that these come out, but right. we do not want to waste our time.
0: I'll go out on a limb and say that if you are a fan of ours and you're really, really interested in seeing Overboard, <laughs> not sure if the podcast is going to go the direction <laughs> you want it to go.
1: So, yeah, so basically Overboard uh, peaks at a two for, for what I think is going to Going to be that I think it, it it could be unwatchable to where you have to turn it off before you can finish it. But I think it's a maxing at a two, where you see it once and never watch it again.
0: Yeah, that's being really generous. I'm not sure I'd say I could even get to a two, but <laughs> knowing what I've seen of comedies lately and where I've rated them and how they you know they were still good and I just didn't like them. This I don't even know that it has good potential. No, so no. I don't know where I I don't even have a rating scale for it because I. I could I could barely finish a trailer, let alone a full movie.
1: Well, speaking of terrible trailers, right. we'll just hop right into Life of the Party yeah. with Melissa McCarthy.
0: I mean, these these movies are super lucky that Infinity War decided to move, right? Right. And that's the only reason they're gonna make money is because there's nothing else to see. Unless you go watch Infinity War again.
1: Which is our recommendation. Yeah. Just just, just to keep <laughs> right. keep watching that over and over again. Yeah. The uh, life of the part, Melissa McCarthy goes back to college and her daughter's there. And, of course, she's trying to live the college life as Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. And it's exactly what you'd think it'd try to be and cheesy and stupid and, yeah. oh, she's cool and hip now and moms are fun and, <laughs> yeah. you know. It, it's it,
0: squarely targeting the mom demographic.
1: Yeah, it. It looks terrible. There will there be a couple funny lines that Melissa McCarthy throws out there? Sure,
0: you know, maybe maybe two that you might go, "Hmm." yeah. But but that's about it, right? I agree. I, I have no interest in seeing this. I don't find Melissa McCarthy overly funny. I know you and I had this argument a while back. Uh, spy, I spy. Which one was that with Statham? Spy. Yeah. Spy, okay. Yeah, I didn't think that was funny either. Or you thought it was funny. There
1: either. were parts of that movie where right. where it caught me off guard because I I did not have high expectations because it's Melissa McCarthy.
0: But yeah. but she, I feel like everything with her has been downhill since Bridesmaids. In in my opinion, she's a she's not a lead. She's, Agreed. She's a great role player. Yes. And, and that's how I can see her being really funny in like a um. Uh, Will Ferrell, John C. Riley movie as like a side character. Yeah. But you're right. Not a a lead comedian. She's a perfect
1: complement. And there's plenty of those actors out there that are great supporting actors. I mean, the Hulk is one of those. He's a great supporting actor, but he shouldn't be... uh shouldn't be the lead ruffalo you mean i actually meant the character of the hulk oh, okay got he got shouldn't you. lead his own so, movie well, you he know, he's, he's a great much. yeah he's a great strong, side character strong silent type. exactly <laughs> and uh but that's uh again life of the party where again i'm maxing out at a at a two I, I really don't think that it could get higher than that
0: i mean if i'm picking between the two if somebody was like hey we're going to see a movie this weekend and you are picking between overboard and life of the party and that's it you get no other options i'm taking life of the party
1: no i think you're right Okay. I, I, I agree with that. I mean, the only reason I'd watch Overboard was is just because of the original. Sure. And even this one, I think, spits all over it. So, yeah. yeah hard pass on. <laughs> so, that, that's life of the parts. So again, we, we're, we're breezing through these because we're not going to mm-hmm. see these, and nor will we review them. Yeah. The next one, I'm I'm curious to see— It's a good word for this what one. You th- —what you think and what this is going to be about. This is a Terminal.
0: I read the description, which I don't remember— I remember when I read the description going back and thinking, well, I didn't get any of that from the trailer because I think the description talked about like assassins and something or other. And I just, I don't know whether I just wasn't focusing at the time, but I didn't get a sense of any plot from the trailer.
1: And and you don't, uh, I've seen the trailer numerous times just to try to, to get what's going on and, and in, in preparation for this. And, and I don't, I mean, Margot, she's, she's now just that crazy person that you cast. And I think she's, I think to be honest, I think she'll be good in it. Um,
0: She's, I think she's producing it, right? Is she? She's got some kind of ties to the making of it.
1: It is one of the, see, it looked to me and this is probably whoever's style that the director is that it looked to me like all the money went to the cast and they spent about 45 bucks on everything else. Mm -hmm. And so it's every scene is only, at least in the trailer is only the two people acting in it and no extras yeah and 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 even the 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 sets look very barren and cold and yeah i I can tell it has a certain style to it but it it seems very cheaply made
0: yeah i didn't get cheap from it but i definitely got style over substance mainly because there was a lot of dark and neon like they were trying to take on some kind of visual theme even though i may not quite know what that is but i felt like they were prioritizing that over substance because I. Couldn't tell what the plot was. So if I can kind of understand the visual angle, but I can't understand the plot, then I'm calling it style over substance.
1: Yeah, and and I think it's going to be one of those that film students are going to be gushing over. Uh, I, just, oh, possibly. I just, I just have that that feeling. But which I'd like to see it. I don't know that I'd see it in theaters uh, yeah. unless just people are raving about it to, to get me there. It's not one that I feel is going to hold my attention. Or yeah, yeah again, I, I love Margot but. I don't think she gets me to the theater on this one.
0: Right, yeah. If it was something where you could watch new releases at home, I would probably take a chance on it, but I'm not sure I'm going to take my valuable theater time and and risk it on that. It doesn't seem like it's it might be okay, but it doesn't seem like it's a a high reward for the high risk I'd be taking to go see it.
1: Yeah, there's nothing in the trailer to entice me to to want to see it. Right. It's it's strictly cast-driven. Some Margo's in it. Simon Pegg, Mike Myers, and then uh, a bunch of people that you'd recognize from other
0: movies, but you don't know their names. Right. Which... You don't quite know how they're going to all come together either. Yeah. I remember some big talks about it's Mike Myers' first role in a while, but it's a really weird role for him to be taking, it seems like. Yeah. He was like a
1: janitor or a ticket taker or something at the subway or a yeah. you know, train station. I, yeah. Yeah. I I think this is going to be a pass for me, but... Of the three, this has the most potential. Sure.
0: But I also think it could be awful. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm, I'm with you on that.
1: Largest range.
0: Yeah, definitely, for sure.
1: All right, so now we get to the fun stuff. So Deadpool 2. Yes. I'm really excited for Deadpool 2.
0: Yeah, I don't know how you couldn't be.
1: I mean, the first one, awesome movie. Really stepped out and, and broke the uh, fourth wall, but mm-hmm. broke, the, broke the barrier. 16 Yes, yeah, 16 walls <laughs> <laughs> of a violent movie you yeah. know and followed shortly by Logan you know yeah. so this one we have cable been waiting for cable for a long time have you uh, i have was uh was really really dreading who they were going to cast for cable and then they landed on Brolin. and uh, i think he's going to do an awesome job had you heard any rumors before they cast a cast Roland? oh yeah yeah so uh the cop from uh, stranger things oh okay who's hellboy Who's Hellboy now. And I heard that before I watched Stranger Things. And I was like, oh, no, who's this guy? And then uh, after watching Stranger Things, I think he would have been a really good cable because he's a straight man that I think you need. You don't need a jokey cable. Mel Gibson was thrown out there at the end of uh, Deadpool 1. Yeah. Which he – I think he could have pulled off
0: cable, but – He's not big enough. He's a he's not tall enough? Yes. He's not tall enough. That's- yeah. I Cable would always show up in um, – so I would – read ghost rider and a few others and sometimes ghost rider would team up with x-force and they would have these really weird crossover events that's the only time i ever knew about x-force or any of those guys and cable would show up every once in a while but he was when i remember him from the comics is he was a large person he was yes he is yeah which even brolin is not to the stature that cable is in the comics right Right, but, I mean, short of The Rock, I don't know who you're going to get. Well, the, that's like the, actually, actually, that size, Dolph was in talks at one point. Even, he's he's just... a, even he's a little lean. Cable was very well; he was tall thick. and thick. But so is yeah. everybody in comics, you know. Well, you're, well, try, you're yeah. trying to mirror, you know, yeah. Th- but these I mean, people. like, yeah. But I love I love Josh Brolin. So you can put him in anything, and I'll watch it. The guy's fantastic. I don't know why he disappeared for like 15 years or whatever, yeah. whatever it was, but just he came, just came had back with a vengeance. Hell of a comeback, yeah.
1: Especially uh, in these next. 60 days. Right. Well, not counting what we just saw. Yeah. So you have Avengers, you have Deadpool 2, and then you have Sicario 2, yeah. all within a 60-day release span. And he's he will be a title character, not title character, but a lead character in all three of those movies that will probably bring in over a billion dollars yeah. in 60 days, which right. is, well, shoot, Avengers alone is going to bring in a billion dollars. Sure. So I mean, yeah. you could be close to 2 billion by the time yeah. those are... Sicario those are gonna... is
0: going to be a drop of water in the bucket compared to the other two, all things considered. I mean, yeah, he's, yeah,
1: he's going to mark this on his calendar as a good year.
0: So you like that. You like rolling his cable.
1: They they could do a lot worse for sure. But but yeah, no, from what I've seen, I think he'll, he'll do just fine. Uh, I was okay with it. You know, again, some of the other names that, that were thrown out, I was like, uh, don't, please don't do that to me. Yeah. Well, shoot, even uh, Ron Perlman was considered, which would have made (laughs) me quit the franchise completely. And I'd probably Burn Deadpool 1, just for, just for the hell of it. But, <laughs> I mean, you do own his autobiography. Right? <laughs> Thank you for my birthday gift. <laughs> so, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with Cable, because he's clearly from the future still, in, in this movie, from what we've seen from the trailers. His background in the comics is so complicated that there's no way that they, they go down that path. I mean, he's Cyclops, plus Jean Grey's clone's son who was sent into the future and then he comes back, you know? And so it's, there's no way. There's no way they touch that. I bet they make fun of it. Oh, I bet they do. I I bet they, I mean, he'll drop here and there, but it's a, there's, there's just too much to
0: dive into and they don't own the rights to, to those characters. Yeah. And it's, but they'll find a way for Deadpool to cleverly make a tangent joke about it, I'm sure. Yeah. I'd be shocked if they let that one go, yeah. considering everything they joke about. Yeah. And they, I mean, they joked about Thanos,
1: you know, yeah. and, they, and both Professor X's. Right. You know, hang, right. So I'm, I'm just curious how, how far they're going to go. I did see in the newest trailer that he did use his telekinesis to, to grab his gun. Mm-hmm. And so they, they left him with that power, which is interesting. Uh, Cause they could easily just, you know, kept that out and just right. let him be the metal arm guy that that's really good at fighting. Yeah.
0: So I don't know anything about X-Force really or cable, but, the tone seems to strike me that they're making you think Cable's the bad guy. And I don't think he's going to be a bad guy.
1: Um, I definitely think they're they're leading that
0: that's the conflict. Basically a civil war type thing. Yeah, I think they're going to fight each other. But I think there's going to be something else that presents itself as the real bad guy or something. Or Cable's not going to end up being the villain of the movie. They may start out that way and it may portray it that way it just something about it makes me feel like cable's going to not be the main bad guy
1: yeah so basically every comic book superhero team up where you fight first and yeah then, and then you find the the big baddie at the end right because it, it
0: feels like deadpool and cable are both going after this boy which i i don't know who the boy is and that that's the source of conflict like one they're each probably gonna here, i'm making this all up they're mm-hmm. each probably going to think that they're both going after the boy for the right reasons kind of like a uh Arnold and the T-1000 going going after John Connor. Of course, one was bad in that scenario, but like they're both going after it, and so they think they're enemies of each other until some time in the movie they're going to realize that, oh, hey, we're both trying to really help this boy or something like that. That's kind of yeah. what I've cooked up in my head just based off the trailer.
1: Yeah, and the trailer, to me, it shows Cable's coming back in time to kill this kid you know, who's going to obviously do something terrible in the future. So he's trying to preemptively so it strike. Is it is, it's basically Terminator. Okay. And then Deadpool's trying to protect this kid. I don't know how he knows him, but he's trying to keep him from getting killed. Gotcha. And that, that's what I gathered from the trailers. The thing is Cable's always paired up against Apocalypse. Like that's always his his bad guy, or at least that's what was in the future, and he, he's always trying to stop Apocalypse from taking over. But they've already used Apocalypse, and so there's no way
0: I think that they Where bring— Where they use him? Well, in X Men Apocalypse. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. I I was thinking Deadpool One because I know that they're supposed to be different. Right. They're not in the same universe yet. Then X Men? Yeah. Movie wise.
1: Movie wise. Yeah. Well He
0: talks about Wolverine.
1: <laughs> you, yeah, Jack you, you know what I'm
0: saying? Like the reason why Apocalypse didn't register is because I was I was cutting it off at Deadpool One, knowing that they cinematically yet do not live in the same universe. So I was trying, when you said that, they've already done Apocalypse. I was thinking Deadpool 1, but I, I get your point now.
1: I mean, Apocalypse deserves a, another shot because he's one of the ultimate baddies of the Marvel Universe, and he got shit on. It's uh, he it, it, terrible. He's great in Power Rangers. <laughs> so yeah. So if there's a big baddie at the end, I don't know who they're going to use. And because I know they were talking about Sinister as part of the X-Men final movie before they kick it over to marvel so that's interesting thought i hadn't really thought
0: about that but i bet you're right yeah and and part of that stems from just the logic of is josh Brolin really going to be a full full full-blown villain given everything he's got going on like it just doesn't seem (laughs) well i mean he's thanos but he's thanos yeah but he's josh Brolin in this movie you know what i mean like he's cable but he's i don't know just it it feels like there's going to be a -a rope-a-dope there where it's not the Robert is not the right word. The okey doke. <laughs> it's not. I just think that there's a chance that Brolin is not the main bad guy, and that he ends up being a part of Deadpool. So then, in Deadpool three, Cable's part of the crew, or maybe not necessarily part of the crew, but on his side.
1: Well, yeah, because then eventually Cable's got to lead X Force, right? And so I don't know the X Force move. Yeah, <laughs> which gets us into the other characters, which I am ecstatic to see. Shatterstar, Shatterstar. Um, uh, he's on X-Force. He's from, he's an alien. His bones are like, uh, are hollow. So he can jump around a lot. Okay. And he's got, he's got two double swords, which is the coolest part about him. He's got you know, two blades on each handle. And so that, uh, as a, a toy to play with, you want to play with a guy with two swords. Right. Now, unfortunately, all the cool things that he's going to be able to do, are the same things that really Deadpool does. You know, it's a a really cool swordsman, martial artist, and that's pretty much Deadpool's MO. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm really excited. I just hope they do do him right enough to where when he does go to X Force movie, we can see more more of him. Yeah. And then uh then you got Domino. She has luck powers. She's just lucky. Right. Which everything seems to go her way. So I'm um, I'm excited. Excited to see that. Yeah. I like her in Atlanta, so I'm I'm all for that. Yeah, and I've not seen her in anything. Yeah. And so uh, when they cast her, I, I did look her up, and I'm like, okay, I can get on board. Mm-hmm. The other X-Force members that they, they picked are all dead in the in the comics. Oh, that doesn't matter, though. And so, well, I, I think they're going to systematically kill them off. In, the, in this movie? In this movie. I, oh, wow. I think
0: they may. Because they all die oddly. It seems a bit much to, introduce, to go through the trouble of introducing a handful of all these new characters and then immediately kill them off. One of the characters vomits on people. I mean, that's, well, that's his they, power. I would assume that possibly they're either just going to make a running joke of that or change his powers for the movie. Well, I, no, I think they're keeping it true to, oh, okay. to kill him because
1: uh. he, he dies in a, in a weird way in the comics. And I think they're they're going to do something gotcha. to that. The one thing that, that I'm really, really scared about in this movie is Terry Crews. And I okay. hope he's not Terry Crews. I hope that there's a shred of acting in him that he's not the same character that he's in in
0: every movie that he's in, and TV show, that he's just... Possibly that could not be on him. I mean, if people are telling him to act just like Terry Crews, then if that's what they cast him for.
1: You have to have some sort of range, just just one notch away from what he does in sure, every unless single Unless that's movie. not what they're asking for. I think that's what they get. Okay. I think you know, Expendables, you know, every every movie that he's, he's in, he's Terry Crews mm-hmm. from... Uh Brooklyn nine nine. I mean, he just can't get away from himself. And yeah. I, just, I just want something different out of him. That's fair. actually be a character that you're supposed to be. But all in all, I'm I'm just I'm just stoked. I think mean, this is awesome.
0: One of my favorites. Peter. Peter. <laughs> I true I, I I wish Peter was not in the trailers. Oh well, yeah, that's true. I caught him in the headshots early on in the first trailer. Rob Delaney is the funniest person on Twitter that there is. He's insanely funny, and this is even better. And now, did you know that Peter's got his own Twitter account? Yeah, I saw him? that. <laughs> so stupid, but it's so perfect. I can't wait to see what they do with him. I'm, I'm sure there's a solid chance he doesn't survive. But it's something that's so funny that yeah. I,
1: again, I, I don't want them to waste some of these jokes that they're putting. Uh, they've already sold most people on Deadpool. You didn't yeah. need that second trailer.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's two minutes in Deadpool. Cracks jokes every second of every scene, pretty much. True. So, I mean, it's going to be hard to cut a trailer without jokes all over the place, because that's all it is, is a bunch of jokes. Yeah, but Peter's whole character
1: is... Is the joke? Yeah, but that, and I, that's, and I think that's, I think that would have been just a hilarious takeaway from the
0: movie if you didn't know about it coming in. Right. I mean, I would have been shocked to see Rob Delaney standing there, but I, I'm all good with it. But my favorite joke from the trailer was the the knock on DC. That was a good touch. <laughs> yeah, deservedly so. Right. Oh, they mentioned Thanos. Mentioned DC. Yeah. Mentions the uh, both Xaviers. Yeah. I mean, you have to if you're Deadpool. You've set that bar at the first movie that nothing should be off limits, and you're going to break all the walls. So. Go for it. What do you got to lose? Yeah. And you know there's going to be a Goonies in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he already got it. It's in the trailer. Is it really? He calls him One-Eyed Willie.
1: One-Eyed Willie. He does call. (laughs) (laughs) So Yeah, Goonies is in there. Goonies is in
0: there. That's hilarious. Yeah. No, Deadpool 2 should be good. I don't see any way it'll be bad. I mean, at worst, I I would say like a floor of three. That's if it really tanked. But, I I mean, probably looking at four-ish. Yeah. I don't know if Deadpool can get up to four and a half for me. It's just not that i don't know it's kind of because it's weird it's stuck in that limbo of action and comedy where you would really have to f- hit the sweet spot to hit on both yeah and yeah. that's very very tough to do i have rewatched the first one a, a lot because it's been on and, and not in any one sitting but it's been on like cinemax and stuff and it's it's super funny it's gotten better for me over time when the first time i saw deadpool it was like a three and a half and then it's kind of gone up to a four for me but each time i see it it's it's Definitely a very rewatchable movie, and I think that's because of the comedy.
1: Yeah, and the first time I watched the first one was
0: uh, I really enjoyed it,
1: and then I hated the villain, the main oh, he's the sucks. main bad guy, he, he's terrible, and so I thought that he was always going to be a thorn in in my side watching it, and I kind of ignore him. Yeah. Um, is it a, like he didn't he he was just a poor choice, yeah, and and so it, it took away, not really an actor. I don't think the actor was all that terrible. It was just a just a throwaway villain. Yeah, it made made no sense to put him in that movie. You yeah, you have your whole whole world to pick from, and maybe they wouldn't let him use more than <laughs> more than somebody. Yeah, uh,
0: somebody worth you know. Yeah, I think that's with. Fox's problem. They have some of the core characters that are decent, but they don't get a lot to pick from outside of that. Especially when you're ribboned off from or sectioned off from X Men.
1: Yeah, well, if they have the the entire mutant world, yeah, uh, to pick one, there, there's some there's some villains out there that or could just have been make one. They <laughs> just pick one that's basically what they did, right? That that kind of takes away from it. So yeah, because I'm I'm big on on the villain. You gotta you gotta have the villain right. You Makes your movie right. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with Cable being the villain, even though he's gonna be one of those you you like him mm-hmm. villains. So it's a uh, I'm excited. Yeah, I think it'll land squarely at a four and a half for me. Wow, four and a half. That's, I think so. That's I don't. Awesome. I don't think it'll be five star. Hit it on the head there. Yeah, but I think uh, I think
0: it'll be four and a half. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a lot like Deadpool one. I don't see them changing up the formula too much. So I don't think there's a lot of formula changing you can or even should do. Like most of the times, you want sequels to take something further and explore something new and stuff like that. But with Deadpool, I think you're fine just doing more of the same. And like, make the the villain a little bit better. And well,
1: this one's bigger. I mean, you have more
0: characters now, so now you've expanded the the world, right? And I think that's part of the part of the comedy aspect. Because usually, when you see a good comedy, you don't want it. If they're going to do a sequel to it, you don't want it to go too far off the path, because then you're not really seeing the same movie. Whereas. Action movies, adventure movies, you want to see your character dropped in, that same character put into a new setting that's new challenges with comedies. You're just like, no, I kind of want the same feel going. And I think right. that's where Deadpool can benefit from just a little bit of the same is completely fine.
1: Oh, I agree. So like, for a perfect example, that is Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Right. Which they went too far on the
0: the comedy side where it became not funny yeah and, the, and that one though it's just that the jokes to me weren't funny it just wasn't as funny it, it had the kind of the right same feel but that was the case of where i felt like you do want to see a little bit bigger but it went massively bigger in terms of its scale and it almost like it just stretched things so so much that it i don't know i, I picture it like expanding so much wide it like started to pull at the, the fabric from the inside right so what you liked about guardians was the heart and the soul of it but when you start to stretch things too thin that all starts to crumble that's what i felt happened to them but you're right if they had kind of stayed small like i want deadpool to do you could have got a lot of the same and had a more successful movie
1: i just think that the, the comedy missed missed all the marks because they tried to go too over the top they said that in uh, the first one oh people love the comedy in this and mm-hmm. so now let's just beat him over the head with it. So now taser face, and we're gonna do. Oh, well, t- it's to a be the, metaphor. You to know, me come, that's come. just come. Ba-
0: that's just bad joke writing. It, that's exactly. Not- it wasn't that there, It wasn't that that wasn't a good opportunity to tell a joke, and, and or it was too jokey. It was just a bad joke.
1: When they're ping ponging off the, the stars with the, the ship right. warp. I mean, it's it, it's yeah. it's too much.
0: Right. And and I think there's a bringing it back to Deadpool too. I think there is a chance that could happen with Deadpool too. You could go too much. Could, for sure. I don't think they will. Yeah. I, I think it's a little bit different when you've got Ryan Reynolds. The main source of comedy is basically just a giant smartass, right? Versus having to write jokes from different characters and Guardians, for example, that land in different ways and that are timed right. I mean, there's really no. I say this kind of. There's not a lot of timing with being a smartass. He can throw out a smartass comment anytime he wants in Deadpool, and it's going to be funny, right? So they they have yeah. it a little bit easier. You have a built-in character who's like that.
1: Yeah. So I'm. Again, I think it's going to be great, and yeah, cable, be cable from what I've seen looks awesome.
0: And so, um, again, four and a half. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I'll go that high. It'll be between a three and a four for me. So finally, yeah. Last we, but not
1: least, we have gotten to solo, which, yeah. which I am just confused. My, all my yeah. feelings are are just in a big
0: turmoil. Yeah, I, I've said it every time since I saw the first trailer. And maybe this is a byproduct of you and I being movie dorks. And we know that they had a set of directors attached to it. Um, Lord and Miller who did Lego movie and 21 and 22 jump street production problems galore basically got fired. Bring Ryan, Ron Howard. I mean, That's a really big shift, right? The Lord and Miller to 21 and 22 jump street to Ron Howard. Right. That is a huge difference in tone and perhaps even quality. So I think me being plugged into that is doing me a little bit of a disservice. Well,
1: not only that, but uh, when your title character is being sent to take acting lessons because they think he's so bad that they they wanted to scrap it, I mean, that doesn't help. But
0: there's been a little bit of talk about whether he was actually bad or whether he was not able to do a Harrison Ford impression. Which I think they just scrapped. They pulled the Robin Hood and said... You just be you and don't do the English accent. It's impossible to do, but I've tried to watch the trailer like men in black mind warp or blank myself and then watch the trailer, but I can't. But I will say visually it looks great. It looks like as good as Rogue One in terms of visuals, like the scene with them on the train or whatever that is that's going around the mountain Mm -hmm. and then there's guys shooting each other. It doesn't look bad. It looks really, really good, actually. Is that where Bucky dies? Yeah, it actually does look like like that scene. So I think it looks good visually. I just can't get a feel for the tone. And I feel like it all comes down to the guy playing solo. Alden Ehrenreich, I think is his name. Yeah. So I looked him up. I, I've known of him. But I haven't ever seen a movie with him. I looked through his filmography. I haven't seen it. So I never saw Hail Caesar. That would be the right. one that I came closest to, but I didn't see it. Yeah, th- that, was the, that was the one that I
1: marked of if people have seen him, that's probably what they've seen him in. Right. And Hail Caesar
0: did not do well. I not, did not see it, but I heard it was unwatchable. Right. Yeah. So to me, it comes down to him because I like the visuals. I like what I've seen out of Woody Harrelson. I like what I've seen out of uh, Amelia Clark, Mother of Dragons. Mm-hmm. I said this before, I think, but Donald Glover as Lando looks perfect, completely spot on. Even the small things he's doing, like where he says, like the way he says, let go of the mean man's face. Or when he says you might want to buckle up, baby, it's said like you would picture Billy D saying it. So he's phenomenal. But every time Solo opens his mouth, it, I'm like, it's not right. And not right. Like I'm expecting Harrison Ford, because that's not the bar I'm setting for that guy. It's just, I feel like I would not have cast him and I can't shake that feeling. Well, the fact that he, he has an
1: uphill battle from the get go. I mean, you are, so first of all, you have Star Wars fans that are just going to just tear apart anything that they want it to be perfect and it it won't be. And so you have, you have that pressure of just making a Star Wars movie in general. And then on top of that, he has to be Harrison Ford. He has to be one of the most beloved characters in the Star Wars universe and, and make it he has no room for error here and he's not that good of an actor. So (laughs) he's got all these things working against him. And especially when you have Donald Glover on the other side, who just has swag galore. Mm -hmm. And so, so you, it's hard to compete with that. Right. And this guy, he's probably a perfect choice because we'll probably never see him again. You know, he doesn't have much of a career hit. So he's got a three movie deal is what they said. Well, he's got the deal, but only if they make the movies. True. He'll he'll be a co-star in Lando's movie because <laughs> because what they are gonna do is see how great and yeah. the following of Lando is and say let's just pivot a little bit. I don't envy him uh, no. from from that standpoint. He's just gonna get crapped on the whole time. But I just I can't shake this feeling. Every Star Wars movie that's come out, I have been so excited to see, like jumping out of my skin to see it. And I don't know if it's because of Infinity War and Deadpool that I'm more excited to see those than 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 this one that. Maybe that's that's tempered that a little bit or like even the trailers don't do anything for it and maybe because there's no
0: Jedi. You know, I I don't know. And I, and I love Khaleesi, you know, and but I love I really like Rogue One. I like Rogue One and I was excited for Rogue One. I think the problem is that with Marvel movies, you you kinda know it's all building towards something. Star Wars feels like it's got three or four different threads going in very different directions. You have the main storyline and none of these other movies are allowed to touch it. So Rogue One was just kind of this randomly inserted story. Solo's another offshoot. I understand that it's a prequel, and yes, there is a thread to it, but Marvel is all building forward. They're all going the same direction. Right. Generally speaking, there's some variance. But with Star Wars, it's like, well, we're kind of stepping two steps back with Rogue One, but then we're stepping one and a half steps forward maybe with, well, no, it, I don't know. Back. One, one step to the two, left. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's there's no it's all fine and good. I love getting more star Wars movies, but there's no coherence to them. They're, they're inserting weird things into um, the timeline in random spots, right? Like we have this big star Wars continuum from episode one through episode nine. And we, we plopped rogue one in between three and four. Right. And now we're putting solo in between, I'm assuming three three and four. Yeah. Three and rogue one. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, uh, I don't know. it's, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to give you more of beloved characters, but I think, cause I have that kind of same sense as you is where I look forward to star Wars movies. And I think each one could be individually good, but it doesn't feel like we're working towards the same goal.
1: Yeah. Well, last Jedi, I was stoked to mm-hmm. see that.
0: And well, yeah, anytime a new one comes out in the main, when I say main timeline, right. I don't count rogue one. We count the episode numbers, but and and thinking of rogue one, I think I
1: was, well, I think I was pretty excited. I mean, I wasn't, you know, you know, last Jedi excited, right. but uh, but I was I was looking forward to it. And then, but this one, I, I do not have good expectations for, and I'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Uh, but it's, you know, and, and it's got everything. You got, you know, Khaleesi. again. You got Chewbacca. Woody I mean, Harrelson. And, well, Woody's not on my, my top list other than no, why but, we can't jump, but the, uh,
0: but it's, I mean, it's, of it's, of things that I'm looking forward to and yeah, I'll, I'll I, see anything I, with, with <laughs> Khaleesi and <laughs> right. you know? And so. I'm just saying it's always cool to see these new people kind of land in Star Wars universe where Rogue One was a lot of lesser known actors. Correct. But now you're seeing a little bit of a step up with, I would say, Donald Glover's a little bit more popular considering his TV show and everything else. And Woody Harrelson's getting resurgence, too, over the last however many years in Khaleesi. And so I feel like getting to see some of these more famous people in the Star Wars world is kind of cool. And Vision. Vision, yeah. Which he looks like a bad guy, I'm assuming. I think so. I don't know. You yeah. see a guy in black with some scars on his face. I assume bad guy. Yeah but i I also can't kind of make heads or tails of the plot. It feels like it's kind of a heist movie ish I don't know a heist they say something movie. about because they say something about hey, we want you to do a job Are you in or out kind of thing oh okay, I think I don't know i'm I'm paraphrasing on that, but it feels like there's some kind of heist, yeah, so
1: what I gathered was he tried to he tried out to be a pilot and he didn't get in to be part of the empire, I guess or I guess it wasn't the empire yet. I guess it depends when this is. So <laughs> I guess it'd be the Empire. Yeah, it should uh, be. So Assuming
0: be. the Empire was at the end of three, it was established. Then yeah. Yeah, this has to be. Under Palpatine, let's just put it that way. Right. So this, Han Solo
1: would have to be in that time frame. Yeah. So he he's a, trying to be a pilot, doesn't get to be a pilot, and then finds people that want him to be a pilot to I do guess. something, to join the
0: Rebellion. They're not very clear on that, which yeah. I'm fine. I don't want all the details, but yeah. it, it is kind of... Every time I see it, I walk away thinking it looks visually really good. I'm not sure I can make heads or tails of the plot, and I don't really know what to think of Han Solo. That's what I leave with every single time. Everything else I'm good with, but those. But when you're not sure about Solo and what's really happening in the movie, that makes it kind of tough to get overly excited about something. But who knows, maybe I'll just be thoroughly surprised when I walk out of the theater from that. So the good news is there's a female Wookiee. So I saw che- that Chewie's Chewie's
1: not left on his own. Yeah. So he gets a he gets a friend, and the uh, the bad news is there's a giant tentacle monster that uh, is a fl- uh, around a portal of some sort. Yeah. So oh. I
0: actually rewound the trailer a bunch because uh, it was on like the third or fourth viewing because I've seen it in in movie theaters and then I watched it a couple times on the computer and I was like, whoa, that's a quick flash. Was that a tentacle monster? And I, I rewound it a few times. Like, oh, I wonder if Carson got that. Yeah. It. That's. Uh, Hopefully that's very brief
1: and we don't see that stupid monster. Yeah. But of course they had to throw one in. Right. It's, it's <laughs> just is ruined. Yet yet, yet another.
0: Yeah, you know, I I just keep coming back to the guy playing solo. Um there's a few jokes in the trailer that I think are funny, but I don't like his delivery. Like the you're how many years old or I've got a really good feeling about this. It's just I don't I don't think I like his voice. That's well, I see. And, to say. see <laughs> I don't like your face. Yeah. No, no, see, I think it's uh
1: it's gonna be hard for anybody to accept him as solo. And that that's that's the problem. Yeah. It, it, he he I don't think he can win this battle, even if he tried to be Harrison Ford. Right. You know, poor Brandon Routh trying to do he did a great, <laughs> you know did uh, a good uh, Christopher or... Reeves impression. Yeah. But It it was still like, oh, he's just, he's faking, you know, and it it just, it felt off because he was
0: doing the Christopher Reeve impression, but the, I I don't think he can win. He just can't win here. No. And I, we have a friend who says this all the time, but I think he's right that the other thing making it hard is that Star-Lord is Solo. Is
1: basically Solo. Yeah. Chris Chris Pratt in Guardians is his impression of Han Solo. Yeah.
0: And it's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. And that's what you're up against that. That's really what Solo should be and should have been. and yep, he did it. If you're comparing that, what you've seen in Guardians 1 Two, Infinity War, all that stuff, to what you're seeing in the Solo trailer, there's just, Chris Pratt has a ton of natural charisma and comedy. This guy doesn't feel like he's got it. No. So, but I will say, it's probably between, I don't think it'll go below a three for me. So it's probably between a three and a four. It's a, it's a Star Wars movie,
1: so it probably has a bottom of three and a half. Yeah. And it could be a five. Yeah. for in my, On my
0: scale. Uh, that I mean, I would love to watch. I don't know when the last time I've been surprised by a movie, but I, I would love for Solo to be the shock of the year for everybody. Yeah, the best thing has going for it right now is low expectations. That's true, which so. is the opposite of The Last Jedi. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is it for May, I think. So what you can probably expect from us is Deadpool 2 and Solo. We'll review those two,
1: and then uh, because of the lack of movies, we'll probably do a... Uh... A throwback. A
0: throwback night? A throwback night. So all right. We'll, we'll, we'll watch something and, uh, and and review that one. Right. So if you have any ideas of what you want us to review, then go to twoviewsmovies.com. You can email us at twoviewsmovies at gmail.com. You can find us all over social network, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever channel you prefer. Reach out and let us know. If there's a movie that you want to see, it doesn't really matter how old we watch way too many movies as it is. So chances are you're probably going to recommend something we've already seen, but a good rewatches is, is always awesome. So if you got any ideas, make sure to let us know. Also, if you like what you're hearing, go out to the stores and rate us and review us. That helps us out a lot and we will catch you next time. Thanks everybody.